Hello, friends. It is Vibe Check season. We're going to check in on fan feedback on how they feel about the upcoming season and some major questions lingering around the Winnipeg Jets. We have finally gotten some fan feedback on our polls on Twitter. Uh, some of you have probably participated. You'll now get a sense of how the rest of your fan uh, peers are feeling, how I'm feeling, and then we'll close out with some thoughts on the current uh, Eastern Conference Finals, all coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. We've got audio and video versions of this podcast available, so uh, you can take us on the go, watch us at home, or available 24-7 every weekday uh, at your convenience. So again, give us a follow. We really love and appreciate your support. And uh, now it's time to talk about a couple of major topics that I think I, I kind of wanted to set aside for um, an episode or two. Uh, obviously, you know, I've talked at length about my thoughts on how the Jets are doing, and you know, you know, I, I have mixed feelings on it. And I was kind of curious to know how the rest of the fan base felt. So um, going forward, I think we're going to do more pulse checks on the fan base, as well as, you know, uh, like some sort of a mailbag episode. It depends on how much feedback we get and whether or not, you know, folks are submitting comments and questions. So, you know, obviously keep typing stuff in the YouTube comments below. Hit me at my uh, socials on Twitter. I really appreciate the feedback. And obviously we want to get your thoughts on how the Jets are doing. Um, But I, I kind of let off this show with a couple of uh, questions. I had six or five or six that I wanted to have answered by the fan base. Uh, and I sort of wanted to talk about the results and kind of give my own perspective on um, how I'm feeling about the question itself. So kicking us off, the first question that I think is really worth uh, talking about is just broadly speaking, how do you feel about the upcoming 2022, 2023 season? Uh, the results with about 61 votes so far, um, Pretty decent uh, split here we've got. I gave four options, optimistic, somewhat optimistic, somewhat pessimistic, and pessimistic. Uh, you only get four choices on a Twitter poll, so sue me. Uh, so I tried to give some wording that would be generally um, balanced enough to give you a, a decent choice here. Uh, the results so far are kind of what I expected. Uh, optimistic is uh, checking in at around just under 20%. You've got somewhat optimistic at 31%, somewhat pessimistic at 28% or so, and pessimistic at 21%. So you've got a pretty decent sized distribution here. It looks like a normal curve for all of you stats nerds. Uh, Obviously, this is a very small data set and it is um, voluntary responding. So (laughs) those of you who are really into like survey design and statistical response understand it's not like the most representative population, but given these results... I, I kind of feel like I'm personally in somewhat optimistic. Uh, it's a little bit of a hard one because I feel like 
you know, probably like a decent chunk of this fan base is concerned. You know, Winnipeg has a bit of a direction issue. And this is the first time that I feel the Jets have really aggressively course corrected. Not all of it was, in my opinion, voluntary. I would imagine that if Paul Maurice hadn't quit, we'd still be doing the same things again this offseason. But, um, you know, there's no use really harping on the team for that. It is what it is. They didn't want to, you know, let Paul Maurice go. They stood by their guy. And so I'm kind of interested in these responses because I feel like it's more divided uh, than maybe I had initially anticipated. It's not surprising. And the distribution kind of fits like a general expectation. But um, I am interested that a lot of people are are optimistic. Again, I kind of classify myself as somewhat optimistic. I think the thought process of of the Jets pursuing trots, as well as some of the other guys like maybe Claude Julian, um, Scott Arneal, letting uh, Charlie Huddy go and letting a lot of the rest of the staff go. Maybe it puts people in a better frame of mind. Uh, personally, again, I, I do feel that the season is pretty uncertain and there's a lot of lingering questions that they haven't really answered yet and won't until um, probably closer towards the start of the season. So I'm interested because I, I feel like there's not that many reasons to be overly optimistic. I think my own optimism right now is probably at least partially driven over the euphoria of getting an upgraded first round pick, uh, the things that we kind of scrounge for. But I guess I kind of put myself here because for the first time, we're going to have real change with this team. And I don't know if it's going to be great change, but it is change nonetheless. Maybe that's kind of what a lot of people are feeling. Uh, if you have thoughts on this, let me know at the comments section below, or again, hit me up on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. I'd love to hear your th- feedback on this question. Um, do you kind of agree with the sentiment of being somewhat positive? Uh, are you more in the pessimistic camp? Because I kind of veer between both at times. Um, it's a tough one. But one question that's not really all that divided and didn't have very many uh, responses against, uh, we've got a question, you know, do you want Barry Trotz as the next head coach? I don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, 62% or 63% said strongly yes. 30% said leaning yes. A scant 2% said leaning no. And a little under 5% said strongly no. About 43 responses so far. Um, basically, most people seem on board with the Barry Trotz train. So uh, my own perspective, I'm, I'm kind of like stuck between leaning yes and leaning no. Uh, I would say leaning yes in favor of Trotz because I feel like the alternatives just aren't that great. And knowing how the Jets hire, um, look, Trotz is probably the best of the bunch. You can say that he might be a little bit outdated in some of his concepts, and I do think that he has, at times, maybe underutilized youth. But when it comes to the other coaches out there that the Jets could hire, Trotz, for me, still remains one of the top candidates. So this question, very easy one. I think a lot of you would probably agree uh, either strongly or leaning yes. But if you don't agree and you don't want him to come to Winnipeg for a specific reason, and you're a Jets fan, not a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights or something, um, tell me in the comments below, because I'd be curious to know who the dissenters are. Uh, Is it because you guys are worried about maybe his preference towards veterans? Maybe you think he's behind the times. That is something I would love to hear from those who don't want Trotz coming to Winnipeg. But of course, that question had a pretty basic response. We're going to cover a few more questions uh, in just a little bit. Some really fun ones, especially around guys like Mark Shifley. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our wonderful friends at Built Bar. Those of you who have heard me talk about Built Bar before, you know that I'm personally a big fan. 
But, you know, Built Bar, uh, they, they have these classic flavors like raspberry chocolate, um, peanut butter, some great stuff. It's a protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar because it's got a 100% chocolate exterior and a soft, chewy interior. So those flavors that are very simple, very straightforward, they've got a great selection of them. They've also got some really fun stuff, and they've been experimenting even more with some of their new bar types. They've just added built granola bars because a lot of you have been asking, and they always like to deliver. So they've got three flavors like chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. If you're not really sure which of these you want to get, or maybe you want to stick to some of the more basic flavors, get their variety box, which you can get like 12 different flavors at built.com. It's a great way to sample and find your personal favorite. And again, you get to customize and pick and choose what flavors you want in this box. It's a great way to really find that next one that you're going to get a whole year supply of. If you really want to, uh, if you want to stuff your pockets with all the built bars you can handle, I, I highly recommend it. They're really healthy for you. Most clocking in at around 140 to 150 calories, uh, 15 to 17 grams of protein, and four to seven grams of net carbs. They're perfect for every lifestyle. They're super convenient, and they are delicious. So go to built.com and be sure to use promo code LOCKED15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, at checkout, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are answering some fan feedback or, or at least evaluating it right now based on how people are feeling with the current uh, Jets offseason. It's a pretty early vibe check before we head in towards the summer months. But again, kind of wanted to get a pulse in the fan base, see how y'all are feeling. Uh, the results so far are pretty split, pretty, uh, pretty diverse. Before we get to our last set of questions, um, just wanted to ask a big favor of you. Uh, we already really appreciate that you folks are are giving us your time and and energy to hear some fun analysis about the Jets. But, you know, we want to make our podcast even better than ever. So we've put together a survey uh, where we can learn more about you as listeners and what you want to have us cover on Locked On Podcasts and Locked On Winnipeg Jets. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey right now to get started. It's a very short survey. It doesn't have too, too many questions. And most excitingly, we've got 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to hand out to those of you who respond. Uh, it's obviously just a random giveaway. But, you know, for completing this, you get entered. It's a great gift card. I use Ticketmaster gift cards and stuff all the time because I'm, you know, very much a fan of concerts. But if you want to hit up a Jets game, you know, Ticketmaster might have some offerings there. Save uh, 100 bucks off of Jets tickets. Go have fun and enjoy a night on the town. All it takes is just uh, giving us your thoughts on this podcast so we can give you even better content down the road. Um, thanks again for you know making us your first listen of the day. And we really hope that you fill out the survey and give us your honest feedback. We love and appreciate your support. And again, thanks so much for listening. Now it's time to get some feedback about the Jets. You know, we're, we're asking for feedback about the show, but, you know, I asked you earlier for feedback about the Jets. Uh, obviously, quite a few uh, opinions and diverse thoughts out there. Um, interestingly, not a lot of comments. But as far as the questions are concerned, one of the questions I asked was, should the Jets trademark Shifley? Uh, this one I probably could have worded a little bit better with some of the responses. But basically, 13% um, said, yes, he must be moved. 74% uh, said yes if there's a good offer, and 13% said no. Um, this is out of around 40 responses. I think most people are probably in the camp of don't move Shifley unless there's a really good offer. I kind of am in that camp myself. I think that that makes the most sense. Uh, I, I think every player technically has a price, right, um, for a trade deal or something. But Shifley, 
where he is at his at this point in his career, what he means to this team, um, and and kind of how much contract term and stuff he's got left. I just feel like he brings too much to the Jets to really let go unless somebody wows the Jets with an offer. And I, I can't really see too many teams doing that unless, you know, this offseason gets really chaotic. Maybe teams like Toronto and Carolina really want to shake things up and Shifley would be a huge trade chip. So, you know, within reason, if there's a deal to be made, then consider it. But otherwise, uh, it does sound like, uh, you know, Sheffield uh, was asked about, you know, does does Shifley seem like he's going to be coming back next season? And Chevy said, yeah, you know, we're planning with him in the fold. And it seems like that is probably the most likely outcome. So unless something crazy happens, we're all going to be seeing more of Mark next season. Now, the the fourth question that I had for folks, and this is a pretty easy one, but I asked, you know, do you think the Jets should trade back in this draft because now they've got two first rounders or do you think we should just use both where they are? Uh, 80, 83% said use both picks and 17% said trade back. I actually should have asked if anyone wanted to trade up, but usually that's a pretty, pretty limited option. Uh, most teams really don't want to trade up because you usually give up way more value. So um, using both picks, I, I agree with. I think that that is the best option. I think in terms of trading back, the Jets aren't really picking high enough to where there's a lot of incentive to do that. Unless somebody gives you a couple of like third rounders or something for, say, uh, a, a decent chunk for... Um, jumping up from like the bottom of the second round into the bottom of the first, I would probably just stick with the picks and see what happens. I think Winnipeg's going to have a really good selection at the back of, back end of the first round. And uh, yeah, you know, I think that that's a pretty straightforward question. Nothing too complicated. Now, the last two questions are a little bit more thought intensive. Uh, question five, I, I asked, you know, if the Jets hire trots, do you feel comfortable with him eventually becoming a general manager or in a more management role? Now, the, the responses here are very split. 40% said yes, uh, 25% said leaning yes, 25% said leaning no, and 8 to 9% said no, period. Uh, and this is out of 47 responses, so pretty large chunk of votes. Um, I'm kind of leaning no personally because I feel like I don't know a lot of the way Trotz thinks about team construction. And, you know, uh, the GM role is super complicated unless he's kind of starting off with something that gives him more experience, uh, especially only coaching for a couple of years and then moving to a management position, you know, I, I don't really know that I want to give him the reins so handily. And I doubt the Jets would really want to give him a ton of control early on either. Uh, he's going to be inexperienced. He needs time to learn on the job. And for as much coaching experience as he has, obviously management is an entirely different discipline. So you want to ease him in. You want to give him an opportunity to grow and learn. But GM trots for me, it just doesn't quite fit yet. I'd have to see his philosophy and get a sense of how he sees like a longer term plan. Again, coaching is very much a season by season sort of thing. Uh, GM strategy and stuff is a much bigger, much longer term task. And we don't really know how trots thinks yet. So uh, I'm leaning though. A lot of people said yes, but maybe just because they're hoping that he accepts the coaching position. Either way, let me know how you feel about that in the comments below. We've got one last question that I uh, definitely want to know what you think about, and it's, do you think the Jets will make the playoffs next season? Uh, 34 votes we've got in, 20% said yes, 35% said leaning yes, 26% said leaning no, and 17% said no flat out. I am in the leaning yes category. I think that this is a pretty safe call. Um, I, I think the Jets have a really good shot to be good. Uh, possibly like top three in the division, mostly because the central 
is probably going to take a step back next year. Colorado is going to be still great, uh, but the Blues might take a bit of a step back, and the Wild most certainly will. I think Minnesota is going to start making some rash moves and changing things, and I don't think it's going to be for the better. I don't see the Preds being all that great either. So looking at the Central, I just feel like the Jets have a really good opportunity to take advantage of teams like Dallas, uh, you know, maybe the Minnesota Wild, uh, Chicago that's still rebuilding. You know, obviously it comes down to who's behind the benches for the Jets, but I don't know. I just feel like with the talent that the Jets currently have and stuff that's coming down the pipeline and some likely deals that they'll make in the offseason, I I think that they've got a pretty good chance. Um, I might even be in the yes camp. I I think that they have a really um, strong opportunity here and they kind of need to make it just period because the alternative is really unacceptable. So, you know, make the postseason. Let me know if you're actually as confident as I am that the Jets are going to get into the dance in the comments below or on my social medias. Um, but those are the uh, initial feedbacks. We're going to get some more questions probably over the next few weeks and months. Uh, I'll periodically check in and check in with you as well. Um, so again, if you have feedback or things that you want me to talk about, let me know in the comments below and I will talk about them on future episodes. But for the last few minutes of tonight's episode, I did want to transition in just a little bit and talk about the uh, first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. We've actually got some former Jets playing, and uh, so far they're doing pretty darn well. You'll hear about that in just a little bit. Hello, friends. Welcome to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. I uh, thought I would spend the last few minutes just briefly talking about some observations from the opening game of the Eastern Conference Finals. Very good matchup between the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But if you told me uh, New York would win 6-2 to two in the first game, I probably wouldn't have believed you. Uh, and yet here we are. New York basically ripped uh, Tampa Bay apart by a pretty good margin. And Igor Shosturkin kind of shut the door on Tampa Bay's really vaunted offense. Vasilevsky I thought was decent. Uh, but, you know, for the first time in what feels like ages, I saw more of those Gerard Gallant nights in the way that the Rangers were moving the puck. It was really fast, very confident, very crisp. Uh, at times, they were pulling off like Harlem Globetrotter stuff inside the offensive zone in ways that you just don't really see New York doing that much. Um, this team is still a pretty decent squad uh, at a foundational level, but I think if Gallant's offensive ideas that he had in previous teams can start to translate a little bit more, uh, you know, you're going to see some really fun results. I think the big standout has been the kid line with um, Hedl, Kako, and Lafreniere. This unit has been dominant, and Hedl just keeps scoring. It feels like they found the right combination of talent and skill, uh, plus a little bit of gritty edge to get into those corners and stuff. And the line's just really clicking. So um, I'm sure New York is thrilled with those results. But in terms of former Jets, Truba's been pretty solid on the back end. Uh, very harder edge than I remember. He's very chippy, goes for a lot of really aggressive hits. Uh, he used to do that do that a bit with the Jets, but I feel like he's maybe developed a nastier edge since joining New York. Um, kind of interesting to see. Cop is basically the same as he ever was, but now that he has a chance to really show his skills, he's racking up points. Uh, he had a really nice assist to Panarin tonight to put away um, any hope of a Tampa Bay comeback, and I just feel like Cop has sort of pushed them over the edge uh, more so than some of their other deadline acquisitions. Andrew was more than worth the price of admission. You know, that first and the second round pick plus Baron, I think was very fair. And I think they're happy with him. I think cops done a great job and really he's auditioning for a long-term contract with the Rangers and just about anyone else who's looking for a really good two-way top six player. 
Uh, I wish it was the Jets, but you know that that time's probably coming past. Uh, so we're just wishing Cobb well and hope that he maybe gets gets a ring here pretty soon. It feels like the Rangers might be that team of destiny. Uh, let me know if you're rooting for the Rangers or maybe one of the other three teams. Heaven help you if you're voting for the Oilers or something. I know that they might be Canada's last team, but uh, yeah, let's just avoid that, right? Again, tell me at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets or in the uh, YouTube comments below. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. I'll have some more prospect thoughts or fan feedback. Uh, basically all the fun stuff and, and off-season rumblings over the next few weeks and on tomorrow's episode. But for tonight, that is going to be all the time that we have. Um, be sure to make your second listen Locked On NHL if you're looking for even more information. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no one else. You'll hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Same as where Locked On Winnipeg Jets is. So go give them a follow and a subscription right now. And as always, thank you for listening. Have a great night. And go Jets go.